Welcome back to Action Ignited, the place to be for personal development and growth. Here on our podcast, you're going to find all the tools and tips you need to ignite your passion and achieve your dreams. Now that we're settled into our normal schedule, happy Monday to you all. We're recording this on a Friday, so our commitment to you today is to bring all this Friday energy that we have here in the afternoon to kick off your week on a high note. Uh, Today, we're going to dive into some recovery and some ways that you can focus on yourself to be primed for an op performance on any given day. So with that, let's dive right into it. I don't know about you, Is, but I've been looking forward to this one for a little bit now. Yeah, I have too. And I think the coolest thing about this was with this topic, we have two different extremes. We laughed about it before. We figured let's share it with everybody else. So if you want to start on your end of it and the good that you see, and then I'll I'll be the dark cloud for at least the first part of this, but still bringing good energy on this Friday. I like that you brought that up on this Friday for yes. Monday. Yes. Friday for Monday. Exactly. Um, So yeah, on my end of it, I've been slowly tinkering with different things to help improve my recovery, help me feel a little bit um, better on a, regardless of what kind of strain or stress that I've been going through in any given day. Um, So yeah, a few things that I've seen work recently that have contributed to like my recovery score for the tracker that I have being at 92% two days in a row, um, which is probably, I think maybe the highest I've ever had. So I've just been trying different things. Um, But the, the, I think four, four things I've been very consistent about the last two days that have, I played a role in it. I don't know what's having a bigger role, but I'm excited to see where that trend continue, continues. Um, one has been really focusing on hydration. So I work from home, so it's easy for me to just grab my my water bottles, set them on the counter, and then I'll just grab throughout the day. So I've just been doing eight bottles of water. Um, so that's one thing um, that I believe is having a positive impact naturally, um, something that's good for all of us to stay hydrated. Um, the second thing, uh, I've been wearing blue light glasses. I, I always wear them during work, like when I'm not on meetings and things like that, just to avoid the strain on my eyes. But the past two days, I just wanted to try it before bed. So at 8.30 each day, I put them on and I would just keep them on while we were watching TV or and I would just keep them on until I was ready to go to bed. And then that seems to be having a good impact. Um, outside of that, I did 10 minutes of like really focused stretching, um, three minutes of breath work each day. And then uh, the other, the fun one that I think everyone will hope is true. We'll see if the trend continues, but I had pizza rolls as a snack each day. So it could just be the joy that I'm getting from those because I haven't had them in a while. So there is the outside chance that that is the big contribution. Good carbs. We can say spiritually it's inner child work because who hasn't eaten that as at a younger age or still eats it now because they're enjoyable. That's so funny. You mentioned something about roll. And then I immediately was like, don't say pizza roll. Don't say like, I wanted to say pizza roll since, you know, we talked about it a little bit before I was going to like interrupt you and be like, Oh, you mean your pizza rolls that you had? (laughs) Um, No, good shares. I like the, the blue light glasses too. Cause I feel like when I was majority, you know, nine to five worker and I started personal training and I was doing like mobile stuff, it was like eyes are burning. And I'm sure people out there, whether they use it or not, like, or maybe not familiar with it, give it a try. And that's a good, that's a good thing to invest in, protect your eyes. But you said that, did you mention you started to feel a difference throughout the day? Like, are you getting before that any headaches or anything with blue light specifically? Yeah. So that was the main reason I got them is because 
because I was getting headaches consistently, especially like I have multiple screens. So I just feel like it's a lot on me. Um, so I used to get headaches a lot and I found myself like every day after work, I'd either have a headache or, or whatever. I would be taking like Advil or whatever to get it to go away. I'm like, I can't keep doing this every day. Cause it's not, it's not good for you to be taking that as like very, very frequently, like mm-hmm. only as needed. So I was like, let me just try this and see if it works. Cause it was like, I don't know, 10 bucks on Amazon to get a pair just to like, nice. see if they work. And I, I had some fun with it. I got the, if anyone's familiar with Marvel, um, they look like Tony Stark's like glasses that he passes down to, uh, to Peter Parker. <laughs> um, nice. so they're just like fun to wear. Megan gets a good chuckle out of them. So that adds to the, the fun of it, but yeah, like all the headaches have gone away ever since I've just been like wearing them when I'm doing like my focused work on my laptop and stuff. So that was one benefit. Other than that, I've never really worn it like I have the past two days, but it was just weird because like my sleep's been bad, not bad, but like pretty on par for what I normally get, which is like 69% of what I'm supposed to, according to the whoop tracker. So that's been consistent. And normally that nets me like uh, a much lower recovery, even like my mood and like how I feel feels normally lower. But the past two days since I've been doing that, which like everything else started the last two days also. So it's hard to tell what's having the biggest impact. It could just be a culmination of all of it. But yeah, I think that definitely plays a bigger role than I would have expected. Yeah. I, I do like the focused breathing too. That was something that I started implementing a while back. And part of it was, as you may feel, is getting that heart rate to slow down during the day. It's so easy to get lost in everything that we're doing and just hyperspeed, go, go, go. And it's like, hey, when do we have time to really decompress? And sometimes we may not really feel like we have time, but simply you can just make time by sitting where you're at, being present when you're at, and just focusing on your breath. So love that. Good share. I think that um, you know my side of things has not been as high as yours. Um, Looking at my whoop stuff. So I started off the week at red, a really low recovery below. I think it was three. Then I go Tuesday and I did good going Monday night and Tuesday to the green. Then I went yellow. Then I went green. And then unfortunately, I woke up this morning with red. Um, my big challenge this week has been tweak my back a little bit. Um, went to, for those who are familiar, share it kind of on social media and like some close friends or whatnot. And I feel like you're going to want me to tell a little bit of the story too. You have to elaborate. Okay. So, um, let's paint the picture. I, one of my close friends from high school, Connor, shout out Connor Clifford, and now the new, newly married, is that how I want to phrase them? Colleen Clifford, they're two of my good friends. Um, I went to their wedding, it was on a Sunday, so I traveled to Long Island on Saturday from Boston, it was like a five-hour drive, that was start of the travel, then got to have to go to the hotel, from the hotel, I had to drive to the rehearsal dinner, and then wedding day has been sitting in a bus, it was going in an Uber, back on a bus, and then all this stuff. And I had to drive home from Long Island to Boston from Monday or Sunday to Monday. With all that being said, before that, I think my joke, and I think it's seriousness, the precursor to all of this was being at a bigger wedding. We had to do entrances into the ceremony. And the wonderful lady I walked out with, <laughs> found a TikTok. She's like, oh, we're going to do something to, uh, we're going to walk out to this TikTok. Have you thought of anything? And before I can even like 
complete a sentence. I froze for a second because as soon as I heard TikTok, I got nervous. And pretty much what happened was we walked out waving our arms to Five More Hours by Chris Brown. She swirled me. I pretended to fall. And from the ground, I twerked. And I shaked and threw that thing back like like I never have before. And <laughs> it was like four pumps to the song. And I got up and I think I was fine. Danced the rest of the night, ate a bunch. But that combination of that and all the travel came in on Tuesday for my first session. I was literally in like a comfortable position, picking up a 10 pound plate and I pulled my back and that started all. So on top of my recovery, which you can guess now that I said all of that, the Tuesday recovery was super low because I drank like crazy on Sunday, celebrating a beautiful wedding, danced, was trapped in a car and a bus and all that fancy stuff. And then slept on Monday and woke up for Tuesday. So the combination of all that did not do good. And this week has been catch up. Now, before we continue to flow onto this, I know for those who are consistent listeners, thank you, first of all, but we talked about catching up on sleep. I am saying here to catch up on recovery, not necessarily sleep. So I didn't want a confusing crossover there. Um, but that is my long spiel about the injury and a slow recovery there. I love that. Not the injury, obviously. Yes. But what I love about this is we're talking about all real world things that happen can not consistently, like it's not always a wedding, but you're going to have fun. You're going to celebrate those, those big moments. You can't avoid it. So there's going to be travel. There's going to be um, for you twerking apparently. Oh, um, and all these other things that can lead to something happening, an injury because of overexertion or not being able to get enough sleep or enough, do enough recovery activities to get your body back on track before you go back into your normal schedule. So what I love about it is one, it's something that people will deal with in their everyday life. And what I would like you to take maybe just one step further is I know you had the injury and you may still be lingering a little bit, but I know you mentioned you're feeling better today, at least the back, maybe not a hundred percent, but better. I think it'd be interesting for you to go into what you've been doing to help alleviate some of that pain um, and just open up on that a little bit. Yeah, no, thanks for asking that. Cause I even forgot to flow into that. Um, I'm not a big pain medication, muscle cream person. So I try to avoid that, but I'll be honest. I had to do Advil from Tuesday until pretty much stopped last night. So that was part of it. Um, heat to loosen up the muscles around my back and just to kind of warm it up. I actually used ice um, first thing in the morning and then last thing at night to kind of bring down any inflammation, watch what I ate, hydrated a bunch, but I moved a whole bunch. You know, uh, the phrasing that I firmly believe in is movement and nutrition could both be, or not even could, are medicine. So I really did that and took that to the extreme. So with the uh, movement, Consistent movement. I worked on a lot of hip flexor stuff. So as far as like I put a mini band around my foot, I would drive my knees up. So I'm doing kind of like a march, embracing my core, working my hip flexors to turn those on. Um, doing, I did a bunch of glute bridges, um, clamshells. So a lot of glute work. The key with lower back pain and injuries there is like you want to activate your core and your glutes a whole bunch. And that's why I always recommend doing it in your warm up too because you can never get enough core and glute work there. So those were a few like specifics. Um, and then I slowed down my progression of like working out. Um, 
bodyweight squats, like just to warm up and move my hips and to get the ankles warmed up. I also couldn't be seated for too long. That was when my back would stiffen up and it was tough. And I would wake up in the morning and I'd have to move my hips a little bit too, because I'm a stomach sleeper. I stopped it for a little bit like this week, but I can't really control. Sometimes I just wake up from my stomach or on my stomach. Um, so I had to like move immediately um, in the morning. And I feel like that retaught me the importance of first thing you do when you wake up, obviously like we're walking from like bedroom to bathroom or whatever, like your routine might be, but get some movement in there. It could be so simple as like sitting in a squat, um, doing a pigeon stretch, anything like that. Um, so a lot of movement, watching my food, watching my hydration, trying to catch up on sleep and not even just catch up on sleep because that's a crossover again, but you know, getting my sleep and resting as much as I can. And heat and ice, last two things, so. Not to go into too much of a tangent here, but one thing I've noticed is when I'm not moving, and in the past, like, when I got, like, completely away from exercising for, like, about a year, Mm. I constantly had lower back pain. It is a common thing that people deal with is just lower back pain. And I think most people, more often than not, blame it on the lower back because that's what I did. But a lot of the issues lied in lack of core strength and just my posterior chain. So hamstrings, glutes, back being too tight and not flexible. So I noticed, and like, I've always had tighter hamstrings, um, as you know, with the injury history. Uh, So I noticed whenever I stretch glutes, hamstrings, and do any type of like core activation work, if my lower back was any type of sore, that's what clears it up quickly. Um, I don't know if you have anything that you can add to that, but just as like a quick, not, I don't want to say a quick fix, but like, if you do that for a few weeks, see if it helps type of thing. If you are experiencing lower back pain, that's where I would recommend to start just to go off on this tangent real quick. Oh, no, no, you're right. I love that you bring it up because it's, it's the most common thing. And if I didn't get that tweak that day when I trained, I would have done, I believe I had program like kettlebell deadlifts. It was like a single sided kettlebell deadlift. And the reason being is the hips and like lower back feeling tight or whatnot. I immediately think train your backside. And there's two things about that. One, we're in a day and age where like the reality is we are less active than we we've been years ago. Like we can, everything is, you don't have to walk everywhere. You could take an Uber, you could do what you could drive, whatever the case. So we're seated for long periods of time. Hence why I got banged up a little bit. So you want consistent movement um, there. So you want to train your backside. Um, but with the day-to-day shoulders start to cave forward, you may start, you see like you're leaning forward that creates your hip flexor lower back to just naturally be tight. You can start experiencing knee pain and ankle pain. So it all stems together and holistically what will offset that is working your backside. Um, you know, we've had the privilege to do some stuff together. And then for anybody out there listening that has worked with me, I say this all the time, overdo your pulling. So you want to do a lot more pulling exercises because the more pulling you could do, the more offsetting that will happen from anything that's protruding forward, whether that's knees or your shoulders or neck coming forward, you want to offset it with pulls. So I do love that you brought up like training your backside, do it, work your, your core, your glutes, work your hinging movements, which is the deadlifting and whatnot. Um, And those are just some simple places to start. 
Yeah, love that. And I think, you know, we're we're on the topic of recovery, but also I look at it as it's hard to feel recovered if you're dealing with any type of discomfort or pain. So worth it to dive in there. So give these things a shot if that's something you experience. I went through it at a time that, you know, I don't know, in my head, like I'm knocking myself down because it's like I'm 24 or three when it was and I have lower back pain like this is ridiculous and it was such a easy fix of like just get a little more active do some specific exercises Mm -hmm. and that helped me out so if you're going through it give it a shot see what see what works um so with that not to completely change the the course that we're on, but to get a little bit back on track. The other thing I think about is mental recovery. So I think I've had a um, hard week mentally to deal with stress, even though I've been recovering well physically and feeling good. I think all these things help with that. One thing that I thought was interesting that I heard this week. So Tyree Kill did a podcast with I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall. And I thought one of the things that he mentioned he does or Brandon Marshall brought it up and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was Brandon Marshall asked Tyreek if he ever told himself that he loved himself. And it just hit it hit me hard because I was like, I haven't I don't think I've ever done that in my life. And it's so interesting because like, how can you be your best self if you can't say that to yourself that you love yourself? And then Tyreek went on to give his side of it of how he does it every morning as part of his like morning affirmations. But what I would ask you is, is have you ever gone through that process of telling yourself that you loved yourself? And if so, how have you, you felt or any type of affirmation like that? Yeah, all the time. It's consistent. I'm consistently working at it and it goes beyond the, like, I love myself part. Cause sometimes I feel like I don't in the sense of it's so easy to be like, Oh, I didn't get to everything I did today. Why I failed. And there's no compassion being there or even showing up for myself. And I brought up his name a few times, my coach, Ray Mel, he helped me realize what we don't feel or accept in ourselves. We'll keep searching it from other people. And then even when we receive it from other people, we'll never fully feel that. So what it's that that's may sound confusing. So I'll make an example. I had an exchange with pretty much friends and family where the friend I had, we had like a falling out and whatnot. We made up him and, and uh, his or his family and I never got the chance to make up. And after almost 10 years, I finally had the opportunity to open up, express what happened. Hey, there was some mistakes I learned from it and they accepted it. It was great. And it was complete. Now, I asked myself, after that whole experience, why do I still feel empty about it? And I don't feel like anything was completed. And the reason being is when I really look in the mirror, I have never, I haven't still accepted or uh, accepted my own apology to myself. I was seeking it from them. And even when I did receive it, I wasn't fully able to receive it. So it goes the same way. If I don't say and believe I love myself, and somebody can be expressing that love to me, I may not be able to accept it. It's like, hey, I don't accept that myself. So that's where I'm at with that, where it's a consistent work in process. And when I dive into it, and I'm really present within it, I do feel the change. And I could feel it like physically pretty quick. I know you started practicing it recently. Where have you felt with that? Uh, First off, real powerful share um, uh, on your end. I think that's something a lot of people can relate with because I don't know. We all overthink our own lives to some extent. And it's things that 
other people may have forgotten about. Maybe they didn't, but we still beat ourselves up years down the road over certain, could be a conversation you had, a bigger event, whatever it is. So, um, you know, it's forgiving yourself, I feel like is almost harder than forgiving others. So finding a way to deal with that um, and let yourself do that is it's a challenging thing, but a worthwhile thing to do because it helps us all move forward and keep pursuing what we're we're most passionate about um, with our full selves. So um, on the front of affirmations, um, I thought the from that podcast, it, like I said, it hit me like a ton of bricks and like, I've never done that in my life. And so what I did the last two days since I've heard it is just try that. Um, and so like Tyreek said, his number was 25 that he does it in the morning in the mirror. So my number, um, has always been 20. It's what I wore when I played football. Um, so I just did it for myself 20 times. Um, when I was out on a walk both days at, at lunchtime and it's really crazy to think about because it, it's a very like freeing feeling to where like, it gets you like that state of bliss where you just feel good about everything so it's like no matter what mental stressors were there before once you have that conversation with yourself um you know and kind of just repeat that over and over the more you say it the more you like truly believe what you're hearing what you're saying um and you can feel it and for me it just makes me way more excited to get to whatever i have next because it's like all right i love myself I can start like, let me chase what I'm most passionate about. That becomes priority number one from there. Cause it's like, I'm accepting myself for who I am, what I, what I am, what I've done um, and where I'm going. So for me, it's been a very eye-opening, um, eye-opening thing just because it's not something I ever even thought about. I love that you said like, it almost brings you like this immediate energy. Cause it, it, it like, it fills you up subconsciously. And then in return, you start to see that change in what you're doing in those daily tasks. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, it, it's hard to even describe, um, but like, that's, that's the best way I could do it. But yeah, so it's been a, a really cool experience. Uh, I know we've covered a lot as we've been going through here. So I think it'd be good time to like check in, maybe just recap some of the actionable steps we've talked about, things we've done, things we're doing um, to improve our recovery. Yeah. I know for, for myself, it's been the hard side of recovery. I didn't see the perfect recovery. I had a little bang up on my back. So my big takeaway, which I hope you can all feel and try out for what will work best for you is movement. Movement will help you. And sometimes it feels like, okay, I'm injured and the energy is super low. I don't want to do anything, but move your bodies, you know, activate your glutes and your core work. Those in simple terms, it's the abs, the area around your abs, it's the glutes or around the butt area. And it's just doing every movement pattern, those squats, those deadlifts, which are hinging from the hips. That's the lunging and a lot of pulling because you will offset anything you feel from your shoulders too. And a lot of times everything triggers trickles into your lower back, but it's your body holistically needing movement. So at least for myself, the movement was huge. Uh, reminder too, I liked the heat like before any type of activity. And I did use a little bit of ice um, just to kind of bring down some inflammation. So physically that was my big thing. And then I know for, and you'll touch upon this too, when we, talked about affirmations a little bit and kind of speaking into and recharging our mental space. It was kind of seeing and feeling 
things internal first before expecting it from anywhere around me in a sense. So like really loving myself, forgiving myself for certain things before seeking that from other people. Yeah. And then I think uh, from my end, the big takeaways are um, just find some deliberate time. It could be five minutes, 10 minutes, give yourself some time to stretch. Um, Just go through something quick, hit every major like muscle group, um, just a little bit. And that doesn't have to be anything crazy, just enough to get you started. And you can work up from there. Um, hydrate, always drink more water. Um, I do eight bottles a day. Um, but anything that's more than what you're currently doing, if you're not tracking at all, or you don't drink much water at all throughout the day is going to help you improve better. Um, the blue light glasses, even if it's just for work, if you're dealing with the headaches, Get yourself a pair and just give it a shot. If you stare at a screen a lot throughout the day, I'll I'll keep you guys all updated on how it goes with the wearing them from eight thirty on thing because I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself to the test of maybe do everything else the same and uh, not wear those just to see what's having the biggest impact because I'm curious. Pizza roll. Of course, like get that as a snack. I completely um, forgot about that for a second. <laughs> I I know. Honestly, not the healthiest food, but it's okay to to dive into those things every, you know, in moderation. Um, like we talked about. And then um uh, the last thing, you know, get give it a shot. It, it, affirmations are still newer to me. Um, as far as like verbalizing them, saying to myself, especially like repetitively like this. But try it this week. Tell yourself you love yourself. Look in the mirror. Do it on a walk, do it outside, do it whenever you can, um, but pick your favorite number, say it that many times to yourself. Sorry if your favorite number is over 100, but you're right. going to have to do it. <laughs> oh, no, it's good shares. And with that, everybody, we want to thank you always for following us along this journey. If this resonated with you, if our episodes have resonated with you, please leave us a review. You can leave a question, and we'd love to dive into your questions in one of our next episodes moving forward. So thank you all, as always. Until next time.